this is what I love about like like food and and even photography. Everyone has their own opinion. Yeah, and it's, that's fine. I I could totally live with that. That was photographer and business owner Gordon Zito. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, we bring you photographers, business owners, bartenders, doctors, and other San Franciscans talking about living, working, and doing their thing here. It's a way to get to know your neighbors. Welcome to episode 42, part one. In this podcast, Gordon talks about growing up in Russian Hill, but spending most of his time in Chinatown. His love of that community soon melded with his art, photography, a topic that we'll cover more in part two on Thursday. Here's Gordon. I was a normal kid. I liked playing outdoors. That's the thing I, I think that's so different about today's world too, right? Kids don't really play outdoors anymore. And I think it's partly because of the digital age. Everyone's mm-hmm. online or, or on the phone. But also partly because when we were younger, it was safer to be by yourself as a kid. Mm-hmm. So like next door where I, I used to live was Helen Wells uh, Park. I would just... You know, say I'm going to park and run out by myself and go find my friends down there and play. Uh, I remember as a kid, my uncle would take us to Tiburon on bike, so we ride across Golden Gate Bridge from where we are, it's up hills and down hills. There were some big hills for us kids back then. Yeah. But um, and soon after he showed us the way, we would just go by ourselves, and I think we were like 10 or 12 back then. So amazing. We would just take a bike ride, just race across the bridge and catch a ferry back, and you know. You would never let your kid do that nowadays. I started, I, my parents actually took me to private school. They okay. were, I was lucky enough that they, um, my dad worked, he actually started on my uncle's farm uh, in Milpitas. Wow. So my uncle grew Asian vegetables. Uh, actually, his uncle, my great uncle, um, he grew Asian vegetables in uh, Milpitas area. And uh, I think, at certain points, I think in the 80s, they decided to sell the land, which they offered to us. But I think for some reason we passed on it. It's in the heart of Silicon Valley. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's when my dad had to do something. So he started start the, the wholesale business up. I forgot my point now. What were we talking about? School, yeah, going to private school. Oh, so, you know, my dad, you know, did well enough where, you know, they, they were afford to to send me to private school. I went to Grace Cathedral School for Boys. Okay. And then I went to Lake Wormerding High School after that. Okay. So, both great schools. Um, you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed going to both schools. Yeah. So, just growing up, like, it just felt like, um, it's such a small, nice little town, even though it's a big town. And I just, you know, it, it just felt good being in, in this city. You know, I lived in LA for a number of years and, you know, LA in its own right has some great attractions and, and you know, things that draw people there. But I really like San Francisco because it's a, it's a smaller community. It's not spread out. And it was more so back then, right? Um, you know, there were mostly families living in San Francisco. So it felt like a quaint little town where I think today, you know, it's, it's less that way. There's other things that have taken that place in terms of what attracts people to San Francisco. But, you know, that's part of what I miss of San Francisco, you know. You know, like people, I think were friendlier back then, to a certain degree, more courteous, um, maybe more aware of each other. I think that's a good way of putting it. I was trying to think of how to put it, but that's perfect. They're more aware of each other, and that's not only here; that's everywhere you go now in kind the West. Of, yeah. yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think some of my fondest memories was uh, of Chinatown, living here on the edge of Russian Hill. Um, 
we're really close to Chinatown. You walk through the tunnel, which I hated as a kid because it's dark and damp and loud. Um, or you walk up the hill and down the hill. Um, so our family, you know, traveled uh, to Chinatown quite a bit when we were young. Um, and I had, you know, a lot of fond memories of Chinatown. You know, it's it's a hustle and bustle area. Uh, you know, growing up, it was it was all Cantonese in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, Cantonese came from a very particular area of, of China. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... Uh, a second, sorry. It's all right. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Uh, and, and the people that, you know, that are mostly in Chinatown were Toisan, which is that area I'm talking about, which okay. my dad, where my dad's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, the language is very harsh-sounding Cantonese, even more so than normal Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just remember like riding around shopping with my mom, my great aunt. Um, I used to go to YMCA down in Chinatown, swim all the time, so I remember going down there. Uh, I took summer classes at, at one of the schools down there. Um, but it was just a really joyous time for me. Um, that being said, uh, it still holds a very dear place in my heart. Uh, as a photographer, um, one of my projects is shooting street in in Chinatown with an old film camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I haven't done it in months now, but um, for a while there I was going almost every week to go shoot and capture you know, Chinatown as I saw it and remembered to be like. Mm-hmm through today's world, right? Obviously, I didn't really want to capture the newness that I see there, but more just kind of a, a timeless sense of, of what Chinatown is. Yeah, it, it's a project that, uh, we've been so busy here that I, I haven't been able to, actually, wow, it's been over a year. Oh. Just because I haven't gone to Chinatown since we've been here. We would always go in the morning before we open up. Uh, I saw a coma myself because I really want to start this project up. Matt always complained about not being able to shoot because he doesn't have time or just doesn't have the motivation. So he, I convinced him to join me. And then eventually two other friends joined us that lived in the old neighborhood. So we became the Chinatown Four. Nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, um, it, it's just nice to go down there because, I mean, honestly, I don't go to Chinatown very often um, anymore just because there's so many other places to shop for food to stuff outside you know Richmond yeah. Sunset yeah. Um, so there's really not a whole huge need to go down to Chinatown for practical purposes right so it was nice to go down there and just kind of walk around again and kind of re-familiarize myself with um, Chinatown um, you know there's still parts that are very old and, and as I remember to be like but there are parts where I remember to be like but no longer there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... Actually, this project actually started with me wanting to kept to the alleys because I remember sure. the alleys were just very secretive places that had all these businesses that were not businesses or just old businesses that, that were kind of bizarre and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted, and mystery. Yeah, mystery. That's the word I'm looking for. It's very mysterious in there, right? You're walking through and you're not sure what you're going to. Not that it's unsafe, it's just mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, that's changed quite a bit, though. Mm-hmm. I, I soon learned that as I was trying to do that project, that a lot of those alleys were more modernized, streets were re- repaved, um, and um, just different. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to include more of Chinatown. That's kind of how I got to the majority of Chinatown, which is fine by me because I, I, I knew I eventually want to go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think beyond just shooting the streets, I think my next step is I really want to. 
if I have access to it, like highlight businesses, people there. Currently, mostly just street shots. Uh, yeah, people are, are in it, you know, some closer up, but like not like pose street shots. Portraits. Um, but I, I, there's a few businesses, well, one in particular, I remember that uh, they sell uh, cured meat, like sausages, Chinese sausage and everything, that I started wandering into and I started buying things from and got to know her. So she let me shoot her and, and, and the products there and everything. So I kind of want to do a, a visual story of, of a more in-depth story of, of Chinatown and, and the people of Chinatown and the businesses of Chinatown. Um, I'm part of a, well, my family is part of a, a, a surname association, which is common in, in Chinatown. And I really want to start documenting those. And I'm trying to talk to people. Right now, most of my family is not involved anymore. My great uncle used to be the, the head of it. So um, I'm a couple of decades too late for that. Um, um, he's still around. He's no longer involved. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, I'm trying to work my channels to, to find people who I can talk to. Because one thing about shooting in Chinatown, people there are not very receptive to being shot. Right. Right. They're very private and mm-hmm. they're very, um, they're very curious as why you want to shoot them, you know. So it's not the easiest to get in to do that. But, um, you know, I think I have enough connections that I can slowly work my way in and hopefully if people see some of the shots I do of certain people, their friends are like, okay, I don't mind, you know, but um, I would love to just kind of just have a, a body of work that just kind of talks to Chinatown and what, what it is, right? Did you travel much to other neighborhoods growing up? Uh, you know, it's funny. I travel. I, it's funny, right? How I call it travel, but it's like... Absolutely not. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you know, not to say that other cities around like San Jose or Oakland are, are, are not attractive, but San Francisco had everything we needed growing up as a kid. But what about other neighborhoods? Oh, other neighborhoods? Yeah. Oh. Um, as a kid, not so much. Um, you know, you travel to go to school. Um, I mean, certain pockets, like, you know, let's say high school where I was, you know, out uh, uh, more independent. I would, you know, go to, you know, Japantown when they had the bowling center. We used to go bowling there. So, I mean, yes, I guess the answer is yes. We, we yeah. traveled to other neighborhoods. Maybe not um, all the neighborhoods, but you know certain spots where you know we hang out and stuff like that. But you know, like growing up, I eventually moved to West Poto area, um, so we were around that area a lot. Japan Town and you know Chinatown still at that point. Um, so I traveled, but not ex- you know extensively around all of San Francisco, I guess. Maybe didn't get around as much as a lot of us do now where it's like, Oh, I'm going to go have dinner over there or go see my friend over here. And yeah. I, go do that over there. Definitely not. Cause I mean like all your friends are centralized at school or, or family centralized in a certain area. Um, I definitely get around to more parts of the city now. Yeah. Uh, partly because I drive, but partly because my interests go from here to here to here to here. Um, I think there's more attraction in San Francisco. You know, there's a lot more businesses that's open up that, that are attractive to me. You know, I like food, so, like, you know, I go to different restaurants in different neighborhoods. I, I love the high-end restaurants, but not every day. Those I wouldn't yeah. consider my favorites. Yeah. Things like, um, I really like Nobolito. I think that's a fantastic restaurant. Do you go to the original or the I Sunset? I go to the original Broadway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simply because parking is much easier there. Right. Um, uh, I, you know, a plug for that restaurant. It's a, it's a great restaurant. The food is fresh, fantastic. I love the fact that if you don't have reservations, you just call in earlier and say, put my name on the list. And I generally get, you know, in within 15, 20 minutes of me arriving, if not 
earlier. A um, lot of dishes you don't get anywhere else too, which I love. Carnitas. Yeah. Carnitas or versions of things oh, you get other yeah. that are just. Boop. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know it's different. It's not like true California traditional Mexican food, right? It's it's very um, new wave California mm-hmm. Mexican, and mm-hmm. I, you know it's fresh food, tasty, and just really really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Delfino Pizzeria is my other favorite. Yeah. The original or Fillmore? I hate to say this. I go where parking's easier. Fillmore. <laughs> I go to Fillmore. Yeah. And um, I, I love both. Uh, you know, they're both, I think the food's good in both both places. It's a little more spacious, less claustrophobic over there, too. It is. It yeah, is. the one in the mission um, is a I little tiny. The clientele is quite different, though, yeah. between the two. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but. Um, their pizza's fantastic. I, I like everything. You know, the salads, the pizzas, the mm-hmm. pastas. It's all really good. Mm-hmm. Meatballs. If you haven't had their meatballs, get their meatballs. Where do or would you show? Boy, you know, at this point, it's with most of my work right now. I, I'm not really shooting to want to show yet. And I don't mind showing. I have shown my work both the Chinatown and some other series in different places. But I'm very much in a, in a creative mode where I want to create content. So my my concentration is more concentration is on creating content rather than where what I want to do with it. You know, you'll um, get to that point. Exactly. You know, I want to. You know, even with my other work, you know, I'm just I'm not really quite sure where I'm going with some of my other work. I just I know I like creating that type of work, and I'm just kind of seeing where that goes before I kind of figure out what I want to do with it. Well, if you want to see my work, it's www.gordonzitophotography.com. Okay. So that's where my work's at. Gordon's website, again, is gordonzitophotography.com. Zito is spelled S-Z-E-T-O. On Instagram, he's at bokchoyboy. Check back Thursday when Gordon will share stories of getting into photography and eventually coming to co-own a photo store off Polk Street. Music for this episode is by Otis McDonald, a.k.a. Joe Begale. Otis has a show coming up this Friday, August 17th at 7 p.m. The show will be at SF Jazz, and you can find tickets on their website, sfjazz.org. Film photography for the podcast is by Gordon Zito. Follow Storied San Francisco on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find all the episodes and photos of our storytellers on our website, storiedsf.com where we're also putting together a store that we'll let you know more about soon. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Send comments and suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.